Yo, 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 what's up you guys? Welcome to the Fire Squad Podcast. My name is Sam. Yo, what's up, what's up? To the right, we got the other co-hosts. Jace to the C. Jace And we got a very special guest today on the left side of the screen. You want to introduce yourself today? Yeah, yeah. I go by the name of Jay Horn, all the way from Houston, Texas, live out here in Las Vegas. Hey, H-Town. Yes, sir. Homesick phone stores right now. Get that. Let's go. Let's go. And uh, yeah, so JC, you want to explain the how we got into contact with Jay Horn? The homie Alvarado, uh, Alex. Alex Alvarado, you guys yeah. work together or used to work together? Sure. Yeah, we still work together. Um, oh, okay. We work, in a, we work at the same job, but uh, we just work in kind of two different departments right now. But uh, yeah, that's my boy. Sure. Shout out to Alex for sure. Shout out Alex. All right. Let's get right into this. So first, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where you come from, who you are. You, you say you're from. You say you've been uh, moving around a lot, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. I'm from. I'm from Houston, Texas, man. I'm a rap artist from Houston, Texas. For those that don't know, um, born and raised there. Um, been kind of moving around state to state since about. Maybe uh, 2010 or so like that. Moved from Oklahoma because I was out there in college for a little bit, playing college ball. Hey, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Basketball was my first love before you know before I decided <laughs> hey. to be a rapper. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, and then I moved from Oklahoma with my lady. Me and my lady, we uh, we moved over to uh, out to the Bay Area, California, for about a couple of years. You know, did an experience okay. there. You know, dropped the album there. It was pretty dope. And then moved from Cali to. Las Vegas, where we are now, and I've uh, been loving it ever since, man. Vegas is uh, it's, it's the city. It's, it's dope here. Um, it's all you know, just, Yeah, you know, just come from just a little bit more about me, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I consider myself a seasoned artist now. You know, I've been doing this for a while now, and uh, yeah, you could probably tell when you listen to my music and my craft that, you know, just got no... I, I consider myself knowing what I'm doing when I, when I rap, right. and I have okay. a lot... A lot to say, you know, it's more so uh, storytelling and, uh, you know, taking you, you know, bringing you in with my lyrics rather than just giving you turn up music. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, yeah. At, at one point I was more turn up, you know, but I'm, I'm older now. You know what I'm saying? So. OK. So so you feel like what's called you used to do the I guess. Yeah. The turn up music. So I'm going to take a guess right here. Cause I feel like is Nipsey Hussle one of your biggest inspirations? Uh, it's definitely he's definitely an inspiration. I wouldn't say um, when it comes to lyrics, he's an inspiration. Just more of an inspiration okay. with the uh, with the person that he is and the message that he carries. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like he, um, I can definitely say that th- that part. I do take that, and that's yeah. more that's more so recent within the last couple of years. You know. Um, mm watching him yeah. and learning and growing growing as an artist in that uh, aspect because a lot of people a lot of rappers you know they just focus on the bangers and like the turn up stuff but there always is that you know pool of rappers who want to say something that's meaningful you know what i mean yeah because when you know when it's all said and done you know i think you, um even the, the turn up rappers will realize you know it's a lot deeper yeah, yeah. Because when that, you know, when you if you making turn up music your whole career, and you know you let's say you go through some shit, you know, grandma passed, or you know, God forbid somebody's mom passed in the, in the industry, right. and they want to talk about that, 
But, you know, if you've been making turned up music for the last eight years, your fans not going to even want to hear it. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to feel right. You know, you can't even get out what you want to get out because, you know, you haven't realized, you know, throughout the whole game, it's a little bit deeper than just yeah. turning people up. You know, hip hop is a wave of emotions, you know. Yes, yeah. sir. I mean, you the know, man, so Jake. The man J. Cole said it best himself. One day your fans are going to grow up. They're going to realize, you know, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't what they want to yeah. listen to. Exactly. They're going to grow up, man. <laughs> so, grow up. So, so with you being from Houston, uh, I, who, who was your inspiration from, uh, from, from down south? Like, was there any specific artist that made you? Or where, where were you introduced oh, yeah. to? Let's start back. Let's start way back. Oh, yeah, man. Um. When it comes to Houston feel, I, I feel like a lot of I, people get, you know, they don't even understand when I tell them we have a lot of rappers down south that used to rap so fast, you know, fast mm -hmm. lyrics, you know, like, so I was inspired by people like, I don't know if y'all ever heard of Zero, I've been inspired by people like Trey the Truth, um, inspired by, Trey the Truth. yeah, yeah, um, that's just two of them, two artists that, you know, have kind of quick lyrics and actually made a lot of noise out there. Um, mm -hmm. Let me see. Paul Wall is a big, you know, he's, he's an inspiration. Scar Scar Scarface is Houston, right? Yeah. Okay. Scarface that's, is that's a definite inspiration. He's he's more so old school. You know, my, my mom used to listen to Scarface back in the day. <laughs> my, my mom playing tricks on me type of deal. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That's what I grew up listening to, old school, man. That's, that's what's up. Yeah, sound I think... I think for sure my uh, my mom probably was the one who put me up on hip hop. Um, mm. I, my mom and my uncle, my uncle, my uncle is also a rap artist. You know, he um, so I, I pretty much grew up watching him, so it wasn't very difficult. You know, hopping into the hip hop game. You know, I've always had a, an ear for it. I've always seen how what it was like. You know, in the background, what it was like to make the music in the in the closet and all of that. So, uh -huh. Yeah, I've seen it all, man. Um, definitely. I think those are my probably my biggest. Oh, and one more person I can't forget that everybody seems to forget about. It's Chameleon there. Oh, Chameleon? Chameleon there. Yeah, Chameleon there is a really big inspiration. He's dope. Will always be dope. One of the Houston. I know. I know. Yeah, I know popular Houston um, DJ, DJ Screw. Oh, DJ Screw is a, is, I mean, like he's like the. Down, right? Yeah, he's like the the foundation. You know? He's like yeah. the blueprint, you know. So you can't even you can't even think of anything. You can't even name Houston honestly without thinking about DJ Screw. But he wasn't more so of an artist. He was just he was the DJ. Yeah, he was the DJ. Was, yeah, you know, making the music Stopping sound. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And then you went to uh, to the Bay. So there, your inspirations like you know E Forty and the West Coast sounds. So you just, you know you're you got growing up to oh, the yeah. south and then going up to the west coast yeah you yeah that was that dope. Your game. yeah that was dope and it was definitely i definitely added it to my um yeah, yeah to my game took mm -hmm. some cases from the uh from the bay area and put it towards my music put it towards my sound and you know enunciating my words like you know a little bit more than the way that i used to when i was down south and uh, uh -huh. you know definitely Grew me as an artist, I would say. So, um. and then, and then earlier when we were talking about, um, you know, your different experiences in in Houston and then in um, in the West Coast and in Vegas, you said that in Vegas there's a very strong foundation, right? 
Yeah, but, I don't like that. It don't got a it don't got a platform like the other cities, right? Right. Like Vegas has a, a foundation for people that want to see it happen, but because mm-hmm. it hasn't broken that barrier and made an, it hasn't had an MTV video yet, it hasn't hit BET yet, yeah, it right. hasn't hit mainstream yet. So it technically doesn't have a sound necessarily. You know, Vegas doesn't necessarily yeah. have a sound like California, you know, when you hear Bay Area music, you yeah. know what it's going to sound like. Yeah. You know, when you hear exactly. uh, L.A. music, you know exactly what it's going to sound like. It's L.A., you know, yep. you hear New York music, you know, when you hear Florida music, Texas music, you know you're going to get all of that because all of those places have had a place, you know, because they have a place in hip-hop, I guess you could say. Yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. So Vegas yeah, Vegas is one of those those up and coming cities trying to get that place in hip hop, trying to do it, and I think that's the hard part. So it, right now, it kind of is like every man for himself. It seems like, but yeah, I feel like the fans the fans are ready, the fans are supportive, and they're ready to see Vegas happen. Yep. It's the artists that are more so like, well, I gotta be the first one to do yep. it for my city. You know, I gotta be. No, that's I gotta the perfect be. way to my put crew it. Is the one, you know, my crew is the <laughs> one that's gonna do it. And I've seen so many dope artists that could have easily made a Grammy hit not do a song together because they just were too different, you know. Mm. Yeah. That's so. when that's when, that's when they don't want to put it to the side, you know, and work on it together, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Once they realize that, though, a lot of people will realize that. That's what happened with Houston. We had to put the beef aside and put uh-huh. the money together. And once we realize mm. that. It was more money involved than us beefing with each other. That's when we started making more money. So So what was uh, the... uh, Oh, my bad. You want to finish your your thought? No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, or ask, what was the, um, I guess, the stardom of uh, your music career? When did you uh, realize or how did you start, you know? So I think, um, well, let's just say I've been rapping freestyling writing lyrics since i was like seven eight years old okay um yeah i was i took freestyling i did like my first talent show rapping freestyling on stage i was eight oh Uh, wow wow. yeah i was eight (laughs) years old so uh, i i didn't take it serious nothing though because i was obviously playing ball my mom ain't want me rapping she was like boy (laughs) go go to your room if i even asked to rap at you know 10 years old but but when I, uh, I'd say I started writing a lot more around 13, 14, and realized I was actually pretty good. And my uncle could see that, I, hey, this, this mm. kid's actually good. You know, he's got something to say for a young age. Um, mm-hmm. I think I stopped playing ball. I tore my ACL, and I was already thinking about rapping, but I tore my ACL uh, around, like, I think I was 22. And I was, like, on my last leg of school. And I was like, uh-huh. man, I don't, I don't think I want to do the whole rehab, go back to school, do more school. Man, I'm done paying student loans and uh, trying to get on the <laughs> team and do all this shit. So uh-huh. I ended up just saying, look, I'm going to try to take this rap shit full time. When you're sitting on a uh, when you're sitting on a bed trying to rest, you know, on bed rest, basically, from a torn ACL and, you know, you just had surgery from it. You know, you, mm-hmm. ain't nothing to do, right. nothing at all to do. I mean, it was like sitting up in this fucking coronavirus shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and all I did was write. You know, I took all my pain 
and put it on the paper. You know, I started writing about basketball. I started writing about the dreams and shifted out. You know, just started putting the pain to, you know, painting a picture, basically. Yeah. And I say around 22, yeah, that's when it was, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I was, that's, like, I knew that's when, that's what I was going to do. It wasn't basketball no more. It was going to be music. I would say around, like, maybe a year later, I did uh-huh. a really big, a really big show, like a real talent show. And I yeah. got, like, I got, like, second place out of 250 people. Oh, nice. Uh, I was out in Oklahoma, man. And that's when everybody was like, all right, this kid, he's. Yeah, he got some. Something. Right. You know what's yeah. crazy, bro? So a lot of people, let's say, because they'll, they'll, they'll look at 22 and I'm like, nah, I can't start rapping at 22. You know, I've been wanting to rap my whole life. They'll feel like 22 is, like, I guess, an older age to start. Because a lot of people, you know, yeah. obviously they start very young. But now nah, right. you, you did it right because at 22, you're, we're still super young. You know what I mean? So you did a perfect See, I used time. I think like that too. Like, man. Yeah, I'm we starting, all do. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a rookie, but I'm starting so young, this and that. And then I started saying mm-hmm. to myself, well, I started thinking of a lot of the artists who didn't really necessarily make it until they was damn near 30. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people that didn't really get a name until they hit a certain age. It's more okay. so a, a maturity level thing. Like, uh-huh. like Jay, honestly, if you look at it, Jay-Z, yeah. when this pissed real, when he really started blowing up around like... Uh, blueprint and stuff that dude was uh-huh. damn near 30 he was already 30 then then yeah you know so it's like he didn't yeah. drop his first album until he was like 24 25 something like that right and and and, and now he's the most paid dude at the, the i know <laughs> you know he's a billionaire so it's almost like okay is it all about how you know maturity you know i think i feel like it's more of a factor because you could be 18 19 and end up you know, the industry will swallow you whole. Oh, yeah. You know, so I feel yeah. like if had I made it five years ago and, you know, I would have had my name in lights, oh, I would have fucked it off big time. Yeah. You know, I would have done a lot of stupid shit. I would have bought a whole bunch of jewelry. I would have got myself into a lot of trouble, got in trouble with the police. <laughs> I was I was a reckless little dude. So, <laughs> you know, I, um, I kind of look at that as a lesson, you know, like, you know, yeah. God wasn't ready for me to have that type of stuff yet, so... It's, that's why mm-hmm. I say it's all it's all in maturity, you know, because when that stuff comes, you got to be able to handle it. Exactly, because if, if people, because a lot of people, you know, they get a lot of success and then uh, a year later, they end up broke. You know what I mean? Like they exactly. buy everything, everything expensive they can't afford, and yeah. it's because they're so young and they don't need that. And like how you said, the maturity, maturity's you know a huge part in it. You can't just go into something without even knowing, you know, what you're up for or yeah. going against. Definitely. And definitely, and, 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 and over the time, you know, that I've been doing it, people used to always say, man, this stuff take time. You don't just make it overnight. Yeah, that's know, true, like, too. Yep. And I didn't, I never really understood it, you know, when people and, like, like friends and family and, you know, a lot of people that I've been wanting respect from didn't start giving it until, like, year six, you know, me rapping, like, hey, you know what? I see you doing your thing. Like, motherfucker, I've been rapping. For you. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it, it takes time. You know, and, and patience, I've, I've for learned, sure. Yeah, I've definitely learned the patience thing, man. Yeah, kind of took, you know, kind of took the time limit off. You know, I used to give myself time. limits, like, man, mm-hmm. they made it by this time. You might as well. And I took the time limit off. And since I did, it's been so much more fun. And I've had yeah. so much more support 
because people can see, people can feel when you know what you are, they can feel your energy and they can feel when you feel you. So exactly. um, that when shit's you do all put, important. Because uh, when you do put that um, that time frame, right? Like, oh no, if I don't blow up within a couple of months, if I don't get a million followers within a couple of months, A, you're just putting more stress on yourself. Yeah. And then, and then B, once, if let's say, if you, do, if you don't accomplish that, you're just going to judge yourself and you're not going to, you know, be motivated to do it. Yeah. So take, so yeah. taking off that, uh, that time frame, bro, that's key to like everybody. Like people say, yeah, man, man, I got, you know, I got a, a six, a six year plan or a six month plan. I'm going to become, become a you know famous rapper and all that. Nah, man, try six years. After yeah, that, man, try yeah, 10 years. It's cause it's legit. Like, okay. For example, tech nine, tech, tech nine. nine. It has been around forever. Ages. <laughs> I remember people telling me about him in like 08. And I was like, man, get this. I'm not trying to listen to that. It was <laughs> weirdo, man. Watch out. And, you know, it, eight years later, Tech Nine is all over the radio. Yeah. yeah. He's he's blowing up. He's a millionaire. He's got a millionaire home. And it's like, yo, who's... And then homie don't have no time limit. He's well over 40. You know, and he's still doing <laughs> his, his thing. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, is there... Is it time or is it maturity? You know, I think yeah. it's like you said, man. That that time limit, I think, kind of hinders the artist and kind of cuts away from the creativity because, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's life events happening, there's things that are going to happen, and if you rushing it out, you miss all of that. You know, so and, and you know, it's another thing too. A lot of people like you know they like, damn, this guy is 17 and he's already on the Billboard Top 100 or whatever, right? But the thing yeah, is. Yeah. We all got different paths, right? Definitely. I feel Everybody like the journey, the, yeah, the, the journey of, you know, your rap career or whatever career you're trying to do, that's what's more, you know, exciting uh, instead of just observing somebody else's success. I heard, this one, I heard this one quote, focus on winning, not the winner. And then from that, you know, at first I was like, well, yeah, obviously, but there's actually a lot of meaning to that because if you're just always looking at, oh, yeah, this person... Let's say for us, there's there's some podcast that's popping. Like, oh yeah, look at them. Like they're you know, damn, they're, they're whooping us. But now nah, instead of just us like focusing and grinding in, that's what's ultimately going to lead you to success. And same thing in rap and anything. Honestly, it's just yeah. it's all the same game. Hey man, and I'll I'll definitely say this. You know, me and my manager have been learning this more and more. Like, it's not even about you know like how many views and followers you get right now because. Is more so about who you get to watch it, mm. who mm. watching it, who is looking at it. Because, like, uh, I used to pay attention to my Instagram followers, Twitter followers, um, you know, views on whatever I'm doing. And it's like the views, none of that shit matters until you get the right wow. person to look at it anyway. Exactly. So that's true. Um, that's why I'll, I stopped I'll caring about all of that. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one. All it takes is one hit, bro. You keep That's on it. doing. You keep on working. You keep on working. One hit. All it takes bam. is one hit, and all it takes is one fucking A and R to be like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what you just. That's you on there. That's you. Hold on. Let me call my boss up real quick. That's all it takes. Yeah. You know, same thing with the podcast. Somebody could be watching y'all, hearing what y'all saying, and be like, yo. 
y'all really got potential. I think I can put y'all on a bigger. That's all it takes. Yep. So like, yeah. it's not even about the fans at the moment because the fans are just, to be honest, they're just followers. Mm-hmm. They're just followers. They're gonna follow whatever wave is hot. Mm-hmm. We create. True. We create that. You know, that's us. That's us. You know, y'all. We create the wave. Yes, sir. Oh, what I was gonna like get to was talk. So, and especially now with social media, dude, the fact that you have the music on Spotify and Apple, like, a couple years ago, that wouldn't even exist. That was impossible. But now, you know, with social media, like, involved, what happened? Oh, he froze. (laughs) He's frozen. Oh, he froze up. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I'll pick up on what he was saying. Yeah, a couple years ago, you had to be... Standing outside of the studio waiting for for Jay Z or Kanye to come out, you know, but now post yeah. that yourself. Yeah. YouTube is, let me call him back. YouTube is the biggest record label there is, because you just post your right. stuff on there and it it blows up, you know. Yeah, I mean it's okay. Yeah, I will say the artist has every everything at their fingertips now you know it's it's not as difficult as it was to you don't need the majors you don't yeah. need the majors anymore uh all you need to do is create your own fan base and learn how to market yourself yeah once you uh-huh. learn how to market yourself man you you don't need anybody you know you get your own team because all all that is is you know once i found out that the, the major label is going to give you everything that you can get for yourself you can find yourself a PR. You can yeah. find yourself a manager. You can find yourself uh, somebody that can handle uh, all the shit that you need handled and not have to pay them and the label. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing with, with, with uh, you know how we're going back to maturity and young people getting, you know, hit songs at a young age. That's another thing, too. A lot of people, especially the younger artists, they sign blindly, bro. <laughs> Oh hell yeah, young artists—they're oh not even. I've, I've watched videos of them not even looking at. <laughs> they're not even looking at what they sign. I mean, Birdman, tell them go ahead and sign here, and they just sign right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Like it's they didn't even not even looking at what it could possibly mean. How much he owns you? Oh, I'm getting Man. signed. This means I made it. That's all that matters right now. Because all they see, you know, they see a they see a fat check. I'm like, oh, for sure. Like I made it. But then you got to split that up four ways. You got to split that up eight ways, 12 ways. And it just goes on. Yeah, and, you man, know, that, they're, they're left. All it, is, <laughs> all it is is an advance. You know, you know, you ever, people don't realize what an, a cash advance is. Like an advance is just a loan. Yeah. That's all it is. That's just, it's a fancy word for a loan. And uh-huh. let's say if I, if I got a $5 million <laughs> advance, First thing they the artists go do, I'm gonna go buy some diamonds. I'm gonna yeah. go buy I'm gonna <laughs> so, go hit the strip club. I'm gonna go throw this. I'm gonna go buy some cars. I'm gonna get my mama. Cars. You know. My mama house. Gonna, yeah, and not even realizing <laughs> that that five million was for them to shoot videos. Yeah. It was for them to uh, the producers. Producers for uh product or promotion. Uh yeah. everything under the sun. That was that what that five uh, million was for, just because you need to pay that back by making the music and going on tour. Yep. You have to pay that back. If you don't, they own your they own your ass. They that's own what, your that, ass. Man, that's what sucks about the music industry. Like, there is a lot of success that you could get that you could get there, but man, mm-hmm. 
it'll be, it's crooked, bro. Like, but that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, but it, it's kind of like a, it's a give and take, man. You know, yeah. you have to find the right, find the right thing that suits you. Like, you know, it's kind of like it's at the end of the day, still working a job. You know, when you, you know when you're going out in the job field, you want to find a job that you actually gonna like, <laughs> not one that, that you gonna hate and the boss gonna hate you. Yeah, you know, you want to find something that. It's comfortable where you can make your money and actually feel good about going to work. It's the same thing with music. I want to be signed to a label where you don't even have free will. Uh, you you owe them money, so they look at you funny when you come in the door. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like not everybody gets that the baby treatment. You yeah. know, not everybody can be like that right off as soon as they hop in the game. Mm-hmm. And then what's called going way back to uh, what I said earlier about Nipsey. Nipsey, you know, I, I was, I was, I'm, I've always been a big Nipsey Hustle fan, right? And then yeah. uh, at the beginning, when I first started listening to his music, I was like, hmm, why isn't this not like an official album or whatever, right? Right. But then I, I started understanding what he was doing. He was just, you know, releasing mixtapes because he wanted to negotiate on the right album deal at the right time, and that's what he did. And then from there. You know, once I started understanding that, I was like, damn, this music industry game is like a little bit different. But Nipsey Hustle, he was always on his toes. So, you know, that's why he got the, the best deal possible. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And he ended up owning his masters and stuff. So it was just like he he was smart. And I think he's very intelligent. Yeah. And yeah, patient, too. That and I, I watched and learned that like, man, OK, we can we should be yeah. a lot smarter than what we're doing. You know, if he can be this smart then we should definitely be doing more out here for it's not just about and it, it honestly what what he did you know it, you know his death and everything has definitely changed it's changed hip-hop it's yeah, definitely the, changed the, a lot mm-hmm. i've noticed the change myself I, it's changed i feel like i feel like a lot of, and hopefully a, a lot of young younger artists you know they see like Hey man, we could do this on our own. We don't gotta be, you know, behind somebody for all this to be, you know, one day, so we can have our own rights and all that. Definitely. Um, that's why I'm starting to realize now. I, on the, the thing is though that I I see the younger artists are the ones that's going to just go sign the deals right away, not even thinking. Yeah. But um, and they'll learn hopefully, you know. Yeah, they will. But it's like, and hey, some of them are learning now. Matter of fact, Megan the Stallion just recently learned that these labels don't have our best interests. Yeah, you know? that did happen. So, we talked. Yeah, we we spoke about that. That was that's that was crazy. crazy. Like one of the biggest female artists out, mm-hmm. still having label issues. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. God, it's kind of it's a spooky world out there in the music industry <laughs> because is. you got to think we're making we're making the it's like medicine for the world. You know. Yeah. It's, it's medicine for the you know the brain. Music keeps us all connected. Mm-hmm. You mean if you make so it. So what good about medicine? uh what was that? Go ahead. All right. All right. Did I freeze again or no? No, nah, you're good. No, nah, you're okay. good. No, nah, I was just called, saying uh, if you making if you if you making good music, no matter what genre it is, you're gonna be you're gonna have controversy. You're gonna have controversy, period. And it's yeah. gonna be controversy. So that's unfortunately. Yo, so with the with the coronavirus, you said earlier uh, before the podcast that it you because you recently dropped an album, right? 
Yeah, uh, February 4th, I had dropped Homesick 4. There you go. And the coronavirus impacted that because the rollout was a little bit now we're because because we need events to you know promote the art the, the music right and, you know, exactly yeah, so yeah the album dropped digitally and everybody you know loved it and i've even got to do like maybe one or two shows um but mm-hmm. as i'm getting you know as i'm promoting and getting ready to do bigger shows um i don't know if y'all y'all heard of mike xavier mike xavier nah it's an artist out here named Mike Xavier, and you know, shout out to Mike. Uh, he, you know, was putting on big shows, and I was getting ready to be on that one. It was about to be a big show. Um, boom! Coronavirus happened. Show got canceled, just Damn. like everything else did. Um, so, you know, and they put a damper on thing. I was selling merchandise. I was you know, selling hats, t-shirts from the album. Uh, hey, all types let's of go. That's hard. Yeah, man. Hey, that's sick. I, yeah, I was I was on the I was on the hustle on the grind, man. You know, since this has happened, it's definitely slowed the money down a little right. bit. But um, you know, no big deal. It slowed everybody's money down, so I can't yeah. complain. Um, what what yeah. have you been working on? You got some some new music in the works? Oh yeah, you know I'm always working on something new. Um, I was getting ready to actually drop a, another single with my uh, one of my producers here, but. You know, I don't know. We probably put that on hold just for the simple fact that yeah. let's you know, this is just too much shit going on. You know, right now we can't even get connected with the graphic designers you want to because they're going through shit. You know, the people that everybody's going through something. I can't even get in the studio Everybody. right now because you know my 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 uh, the studio engineer locked the studio out till the virus is over. You know, I can't blame them. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I then, yes, I mean it's the best thing. Like. Let's just kill the virus and then back to it, man. Everybody, every, bro. One thing I could guarantee is once everything is like over with, everybody's be wanting to turn it up, man. Yeah. So one thing I will say though, you know, like you know, me and my woman, we can't keep ourselves in the house for you know trapped in there for too long. So you know, with everybody, a lot of these people not having jobs and uh, you know not having a place to go get, get groceries because you know there's families out there with. You know, with no money right now, a lot of or families that have two households in them and still can't eat. So, um, you know, so what we've been doing, we've been going up to a local, not a local church, but a church out in Henderson, and we've mm-hmm. been passing out groceries. You know, putting them. Oh, in I saw that. Trunk. Yeah. Yeah, you know, putting them in trunks and actually trying to get back the best way we can, man. Just because it's a difficult time, and I can't just sit and play 2K on. I can, but then I get bored. <laughs> you know, so like. <laughs> After after winning too many games, I'm I'm ready to turn it off, and then you know, so I'm like I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. Hey, what what t- what team you winning with though? Man, the Lakers. I, I'm hey. definitely winning with the Lakers. If I'm not playing with the Lakers, I'll be I'll play with the Rockets. You know, if somebody else okay. is playing with the Lakers, but most of the time it's definitely Lakers. So that's what's up. You a LeBron fan or you a Lakers fan? LeBron fan. LeBron fan. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's. That's what I was thinking because you you know you're from being from Houston. I thought you were for the Rockets, but yeah, Rockets know. is my that's my hometown team. You know, like if if I'm if I had to choose between the Rockets or LeBron, I'm always choose the Rockets just because you know I gotta take oh, that wow. home. Yeah, I gotta take that home. Um, I got the I got uh, Houston tatted on me. You know, I got Rockets logos in Houston. I got. 
shit on my body so it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Man. You know, but as a basketball fan, you know, as a as a player of the game, as a student to the game, LeBron James is king, man. You know, LeBron James is dope, man. I, once I heard the news that he went to the Lakers, because I'm, I'm a Kobe fan, right? If Kobe were to move to the Bulls or to the Pistons, I would have, you know. You would have devastated you. Yeah. I, I, yeah, would, I, was, I would be sad. I would be sad. It was called, I, uh, I was definitely devastated, I will not lie, when he when first he, well, his first decision was, you know, I'm going to L.A. I was like, no, bro, don't. What are you doing, man? <laughs> like, you know, I didn't want him to go there at all. But seeing how he's been playing and seeing how he's made the, the, the chemistry of the team, like, bro, the Lakers are unstoppable. Bro, like, and then the weekend they had before the coronavirus, like, shut down the NBA, ah, oh, they beat the Bucks and the Clippers. I was... They were, bro, they were unstoppable. Man. They were on their... I, I feel like... That team right there was for sure gonna win the title, and if yes. they, the league comes back, they still they got it in the bag. There's nobody because because Le, LeBron is rested now, so he's straight. Yeah. He's just gonna go all deck in, man. It's, and it's and it's wow. literally the same way on 2K. It's just a block party all day long. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, AD, Dwight, JaVale. JaVale and Dwight, they literally just get blocks all like it, there's no there's no team in the league that can get in the paint on those guys. Nah, man. Uh-uh. Hey, but what if what 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 if so once LeBron retires, Houston? Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. That's crazy I, I to think. To, I, once he retires, I'm not even yeah. gonna find a new favorite player. I'm just I'm just gonna watch the league and let it you know, it's, play out. Bro, it's crazy that this Decade, LeBron is not going to be uh, playing towards the end. You know, it's it's crazy to have that thought. Right, like man, I, they would. This would be the way to end the NBA on LeBron. Like, <laughs> you know, like. For real. I don't, I don't hey, what about this. what about Bronny? Bronny's Bronny's gonna grow up and be decent, but he's got to grow up first. You know, he's still a kid. He's still yeah. I, when I'm Freshman. watching him, I, I, yeah. When I'm watching him, I just see a kid out there having fun right now. He's he's um coach. He's gonna have to learn how to like. He's having too much fun. He hasn't felt uh somebody's got to hit him hard and show him that this is a basketball court. Not just we don't care if you LeBron's son. LeBron's son, like, yeah. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to get in them, get in them real good for him to wake up. But uh, we'll see, I don't, we'll want, him, see, I don't want him to come to the league and then get pushed around like how Lonzo did when he first got there. Nah, man, I want Bronny to come in and dominate like his dad did. Yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo was getting pushed around, but you know, Lonzo, he's cold he's now. He's holding his own now. He's holding his yeah. own now. I like him in New Orleans and him and B.I. man B.I. is one of my favorite players and easily like top three for me like in my favorite you know he's very he surprised me for sure Ingram he surprised yeah. me he um I didn't think I was ever gonna see the light of day out of Ingram from the seasons I saw him in LA but um he just came out and he's dope man. yeah and this coronavirus got us Man, got us on the Skype and all that. Usually, <laughs> so usually what we do is that uh, you would pick a beat and then um, you'll freestyle. But you uh, know, with the audio being the way it is, it's all good. I ain't even tripping, bro. Because when we do, when this shit is over, I'm gonna come light the studio up. Hey, you know, 
that's that's without a doubt. You got without something you would like us to play? We can we can uh, throw something on. Man, um, I sent you, I think I sent y'all my Spotify album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, y'all can play any track from that album, and and it'll be fire. If, if I'm picking a track right now, um, probably it would be track. No, nah, nah, probably would be track. You probably get to the money. Track fourteen. You want to JC? You want to send me that link? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on. See, he might oh, have it right. Oh, I already sent it to you, bro. Through text or where? Text, oh, yeah, yeah, I do got it. You said which one? Track 14, right? Yeah, track 14. Should be called Get to the Money. It's a pretty vibe and, you know, it's a vibe little song, you know. Right. Y'all want to turn up, though, then you got to listen to Concentrate. Concentrate is the turn up. Let's, let's get some. Oh, sure. Hey man, we'll we'll definitely pull up to one of your shows, bro. Oh hell yeah, man! Most definitely, I'll keep y'all posted we gotta, too. We need to turn up, man. We need to turn up after this corona, bro. Everybody got a bit. You know, we just gotta enjoy life again. All right, man. It's that's definitely gonna happen, man. I'll turn up to be lit. I can't wait for Vegas to wake back up. Can't wait. Yeah. Let me play this. Get to the money. Show me opponents. I'm war ready. Show me opponents. I'm about to get to the money. And you can hate it or love me. But I'm about to get to the money. Protection from my God above me. Cause I'm about to get to the money. So none of you niggas can judge me. Cause I'm about to get to the money. Get to the money. This for my dogs getting bread. Staying two steps ahead. Hustle hard to stay fed. That's a little snippet of get to the money. Hey. Out. Go play that. Having on repeat, and now right, right now we're definitely home. Well, we're not homesick because we're stuck at home. We so are sick, sick of being. We sick of being. We sick. Hey, what home. I was gonna mention, um, I totally forgot to say this, but you know, for just from listening to that, you know what I, I also picked up from H Town. What's that? Maxo. Maxo Cream. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 new on the set, but he's he's a, he's he's hard body. He's hard that's, body. That's that's what's called yeah. From from listening to um the song right now, 
that's what I, that was the type of vibe I was picking up. That so, do you feel like you're you you want to play music more from that sound, or you're feeling you're creating your own sound right now? Creating my own sound, honestly, um, you know, because I feel like I can do it. I can do it all. I don't like. I honestly don't like. Um, how artists get put in a box based off of one, one or two songs that they do. You know what I mean? I feel like because a lot of people can do more. Like myself, I can uh-huh. write a, I can write a song that'll that'll turn you up. You know, mm-hmm. you know, get you hype off your feet. And I can write a song that's gonna you know have you thinking deep. You know, it's kind of like you know I'm, I, I consider myself a rap chameleon where I can go and you know I can blend in any. That's the part. Yeah, that's the part about being an artist, you know. Like yeah. you gotta be able to tap in the in the more, you know. That's that. That's that. You know that that mainstream major label thing where most of those guys get tagged. Like boom, this is the kind of music you're gonna make, and that's all yep. you're gonna make. Yeah. And then once it fades away, they're gone. Right. Then you look yep. at artists that are, you know, you know, like independent artists like <clears throat> Hobson, <clears throat> Dizzy Hobson. Wright. You know, these, these these guys can make whatever they want, and they always got their fan base. You know, they always got to go make money on shows. You know, that's that's real. You know, like being able to express yourself musically and people actually feel it versus the labels telling you, nah, you go in there and do a dope song, and the label like, nah, you can't release that. Yeah, nah, that's that's commercial image. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's just like I I definitely can say my lane is is my own lane you know what i mean and uh, there you I, go. I feel like i feel like a lot of people can agree with that too you know when i hear my music like then you kind of got your own lane the more and more you listen to the songs you know like when y'all got time you know actually break it down you know tra- got time shit we all got time you know when y'all because it's 11 tracks on there you know three three um three intros 11 tracks and you know it actually breaks down you know who I am in a little, you know, in a nutshell, kind of, um, and it'll show you that, you know, that I'm more of like a, a own lane. He's a rap chameleon. You know, that guy can turn you up, make you feel good. He can make you feel like punching somebody in the face, and, and he can make you start thinking, and he can make you think deep. Like, yeah, yeah, that's up, that's me, man. There you go. Hey, man. Well, thank you for hopping on Skype. You know, unfortunately, we do yeah. have to meet like this but for sure bro for sure once we get the, the studio back up got a link we'll have you hop oh, on here man, most definitely y'all y'all just give me a call man let me know when y'all ready to do that uh, uh that face-to-face interview and i'll pull up on y'all man for sure we can have a good time with it sir. we got yeah, you man. man everybody make sure you guys get uh get on that homesick four we'll have the link in the description we yeah, got yeah. you bros all right man y'all have a good night so you want to say we want to do the outro? Yes, sir. But first, first of all, you want to shout out your social medias or anything? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Uh, social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter, both at, at jhorn forever. Uh, that's at jhorn forever, man. Um, everything, all my music on Spotify, iTunes. Find me on YouTube. Just search the boy jhorn and you'll find me. You did. For sure. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to the Fire Squad podcast. You can find us also on Spotify, uh, Apple, right, JC, or not yet? Apple, sir, yes, sir. Okay, Spotify, Apple, any other major (laughs) streaming services, YouTube, most definitely. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok, 
Um, I think that's it. Yeah. We, that's oh, all we, we didn't even talk. We didn't talk about TikTok, huh? We gotta talk about TikTok next time, bro. Hey. Right, we can definitely make a TikTok. Do you have a TikTok? Nah, not yet. My wife's trying to get me to get one. Do it, man. Bro, if, Do it. if you freestyle on that, bro, you'll go viral, man. Instantly. <laughs> Bet it <That's> up. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you all. We appreciate you all. Don't forget to always support the kids. And we outie. Yeah, yeah. Alright, man. Alright, stay Peace, safe. Alright, man. Have a good night. Peace, y'all. Oh, what up, JC? <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>